0: Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. It's time for Halloween Part 2. And we went through Halloween and we decided, you know what, we left some kind of crazy things at Halloween. And now that, you know, this time of the year is Halloween, we thought we would actually focus a little more on superstitions. You know, what do you actually sit out there and believe that you do that really has no basis and where do those come from so we're we're going to take a absolutely fact check deep
1: dive into superstitions today i'm not superstitious no now now aren't. on that note on that note um i just want to announce that the wolf and the shepherd are going to do a subsection of our regular podcasts alongside the Sunday sevens of The Wolf and the Shepherd sing the classics. So if you value your eardrums and your sanity, I would actually suggest you avoid listening to those absolutely parts of the podcast. But I just wanted to announce those because they will be coming pretty soon. Um but that was just really an excuse for me to sing at the start of stuff. So anyway, yeah, Halloween. Um when we did the first part of the Halloween podcast A lot of the stuff we talked about, you know, involves superstitions surrounding Halloween, especially given the background of Halloween. So we decided to look into, you know, superstitions around the world, not necessarily directly connected with Halloween, but maybe year-round superstitions. But around Halloween and certain holidays during the year, these superstitions become, you know, taken a little bit more seriously. And so we looked at, you know, five different countries, just random countries, really, and kind of look to, you know, maybe some kind of quirky superstitions, which we could discuss.
0: Yeah. And we always have those normal superstitions that everybody holds. And we're definitely not talking about those. We we are talking about those off the wall superstitions that when the wolf and I kind of looked at these, we said, hey, are these are these real? And so when we came up with this idea, we actually had to divide this out. And we had to say, okay, well, here's our five countries, and and the Wolf took three, I took two, and we're compiling our notes right now, and I don't know any of the three countries he picked. He doesn't know the two countries I picked, and we don't know the superstitions that we picked. So, uh, it's going to be a little bit of fun. So, I'm going to turn this over to the wolf for the uh, the first country that we're going to look at. So, uh, what's the first country we're going to look at?
1: Um, I actually came out with India. Okay. Originally, I was going to say Indian superstitions, but I figured we might get, you know, the council culture get on our back thinking we meant Native Americans and sure. the podcast would be banned.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we don't want to go down that yeah. road.
1: So, anyway... um. There seems to be a general theme in Indian superstitions about not doing stuff after the sun goes down. Okay. I found a website which listed 29 common Indian superstitions and over half of them were related to when the sun goes down. Wow. Now, one of the most common ones is do not sweep after sunset now this is a good rule if you don't have okay, electricity
0: well, well now wait do not sweep as in get your broom you out the broom, and, yeah. cla- and clean your floor, floor. okay
1: I, I think i think this might go back to when you know they didn't have electricity and stuff so it's a waste of time because you can't do, see what you're sweeping do they have electricity now uh some places i'm sure oh okay yeah i'm just checking sorry india we're just kind of yeah, not just that. fact checking we here. didn't we didn't do any research behind that um and also do not cut your nails after sunset again i think this comes down to it there's no sunlight and you don't have lighting then it's probably a bad choice because you can't see really what you're cutting or even if you need to cut it so so going back to that do they have
0: electricity because if they can't see to cut their nails then maybe that makes sense
1: well it's considered bad luck it didn't say you know in the article you know don't cut it because you can't see you know because your government didn't provide you know electrical grid it's you know bad luck so but no there's a lot of um there's a lot of those indian superstitions related you know to when the sun goes down don't do certain things after the sun goes down right um but you know they also have some weird ones like meat should not be you know eaten on certain days of the year like i mean if it's going along what we were kind of uh you know mocking the first view. it's probably You know, maybe on the days you can't afford to eat meat, I don't know. But yeah, meat should not be consumed on certain days of the year.
0: Yeah, so if you look at those Indian grocery stores, they're saying, okay, so on the days that they're not supposed to eat meat, we make it really expensive. And then on the days that they want to eat meat, we'll make it cheap, so we sell a lot of meat. Or conversely, they could actually say... Just okay, don't it's, stock up it, on meat if they're not well, eating it. Well, Order no. extra on, snickers on, on the day that they can't eat meat. Meat's cheap, but on the days they do eat meat, it's really expensive.
1: Yeah, that make more uh, sense. How
0: yeah. are they going to do that? Maybe they play in that superstition. That that might be interesting. Yeah. So what's
1: what's the next one? Uh, an itchy left palm means money is coming to you, which is, uh, well, I mean, the itchy palm thing. That's M- old superstition. Yeah, now. but multiple countries have different meanings to that itchy palm. Like in right. England, it means you're a wanker. Um, in Romania, it means you're a werewolf, especially if you itch your palm when it's getting close to a full moon. Mm, okay. But yeah, in uh, India, it just means money is coming to you. If you get an itchy palm, it means your hands are going to be filled with money. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, and
0: uh, I can go with that one.
1: Yeah. Um, the next one they have, lemons and chilies can ward off evil. Ooh. Lemons and chilies. Okay. I don't know if it's a so, combination or one kind of, you know, does set up and the other one Yeah, but could this
0: come from something, you know, like in the European tradition with garlic warding yeah. off vampires?
1: Well, no, because I know the exact reason why garlic is supposed to ward off vampires, because garlic purifies the blood. I thought
0: it made things not sparkle.
1: No. Um, Too much Twilight, son. um, No, no. Um, uh, Twilight, I've never seen that movie. Yeah, whatever. Uh I'm sure your daughter made you watch it. No. No, I was thinking like, because I know that like lemon and chilies when it comes to Mexican food, that certainly wards off evil because it's warded off an evil stomach issue for me before.
0: Well, in also wards off anybody in your house right they smell what yeah. you do in the bathroom Oh, we add you lemons and
1: chilies let's give them a wide berth yeah absolutely yeah so I, I don't know if it wards off evil as opposed to just people you just want to avoid
0: no um, well you know it, india is kind of surprising there you know compared to some of my research that i did because Let's talk about Turkey. Mm. I mean,
1: first of all... Oh, and it is coming up Thanksgiving, so this is a topic.
0: Right. And and first of all, I love the country of Turkey. I love Turkey more than the country of Turkey. I mean, the food Turkey. Yeah, but I love the country of Turkey just based off the fact that they're called Turkey. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Turkey, Yeah, right? So when when you said, hey, you you need to look up some superstitions, I, I went through some of the Turkish superstitions, and it's beyond... You know, the movie Airplane, where they talk about Turkish prisons and things like that. I, I, I went beyond that. And to my surprise, there were only three superstitions that really jumped out at me. The first one is when someone is leaving on a journey, you pour a glass of water over a mirror or on the road behind them.
1: Why? What is that
0: supposed to do? <laughs> I it, know. It, you know. It, first of all, they're very specific. You got to pour a glass of water, right? And then it, they say on the road behind them, it's like, okay, you know, you're pouring one out for the homies, yeah. right? But they add the over a mirror. That that one kind of hit me a little bizarre. Well, like, I'm, why well,
1: over a mirror? Well, I mean, I know mirrors are. You know heavily involved in a lot of superstitions around the world, you know, in terms of covering up mirrors to make sure it doesn't yeah. have your reflection or, or the broken mirror, yeah, seven years about bad bad luck. that, luck, yep. you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, pouring water over, I guess, yeah, no, I can't really come to any kind of, yeah, it just kind of just, theory why that
0: just really weird. But yeah, uh, but even on the
1: road behind you, I mean, what, what's that supposed to do? Yeah,
0: I don't know, but that's one of their deals, uh, kind of like. Do not hand someone a sharp object with the pointed end towards
1: them. Especially with acceleration, because otherwise it's known as shanking or stabbing. So,
0: that makes more sense on the Turkish yeah. prison safety. part. and a kind of you safety. Know, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's kind of a safety thing, yeah. but apparently that's a superstition. Yeah. I, I can't picture me wanting to hand anybody that uh is trying to receive a knife or or something from me pointing the sharp
1: end but that is a superstition over there that you can't do that, that seems more common sense to me that's more one of those do not punch your mother in the face. Why? Because it's unkind.
0: Mm, yeah, you know, step on a crack, break <laughs> yeah. your mother's back yeah. kind of deal, yeah. Well, right? no,
1: I mean, that's obviously a little bit different. But, you know, I think that's more of a common sense thing because, yeah, you know, it, if you hand somebody a sharp knife, you don't want them to grab the knife by the... That's common sense. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: that that's one of those common sense things. But the next one, if your ears are ringing, someone is talking about you. Mm you know i i've used this before and i've said hey were your ears ringing were your ears burning yeah yeah burning. you know that kind yeah. of thing uh-huh. so so that actually is an old Turkish
1: superstition, yeah. which I was surprised about. A, I think that's a common worldwide one. No, it, yeah. and and maybe it is, but yeah. uh, I'm disappointed it, in Turkey overall with that. Yeah, that's a lackluster attempt at superstition.
0: It, it is, basically all they're known for
1: is uh, Thanksgiving dinner and prisons. Right. Yeah, and the first one's not even true. Where they go out to the country. No. Yeah. Now a good a good country in terms of superstitions. And some of our favoritist people here in Texas, especially the Mexicans. Oh, absolutely! They have they have some absolute gems of superstitions. And I'm sure they I do. Act- I actually had so to... so you
0: have to rescue my Turkish, uh, you know, research. Yeah, there. no, I mean, with... and I think you can do yeah, it with Mexico. We
1: we could have we could have done three hours on Mexico alone, and that's if we just kind of kept it down to several specific regions. Right. But, um, you know, one, uh, I think, maybe the most important one is that you can't make tamales while you're angry. Mmm. You are
0: angry Mm. you can not make tamales while you're angry.
1: Why? Well, apparently, the tamales will not fluff up properly if you're mm. angry. It's the same yeah, thing but, like if I try and make toast, I can't make toast when I'm angry.
0: Yeah, but if, if, if you look at tamales, you can almost see, and maybe this makes a lot of sense, right? That uh, certain tamales look like they're made better than other ones. Yeah. So are the ones that you say, I don't know why this isn't yeah. so good. People were angry was it, they made them. Was it made because they were angry?
1: Well, that could be it. Because so. at some point there has to be a certain amount of predestination if these superstitions are passed down generation to generation that if you know you're already angry before you start making them, you know, you're almost pretty much predestined to mess up these tamales. Sure. Just because of the superstition.
0: And of course, I I'm, i don't know. I, I I don't want to presuppose this, but i've made tamales before yeah uh my uh my in-laws are of course hispanic and they're of mexican descent and i have sat in the kitchen and made tamales and you have to kind of be happy when you're doing this i mean i mean it, it's tedious work it sucks And you're sitting there and you get all excited about, yeah, I want to make tamales. And then when you start making them, you're like, ah, man, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I was angry when I made tamales.
1: I don't even like them. So, I mean, if somebody's angry when they make them, it gives them even more of an excuse not to eat them. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, um, here's a good one. And I think this might actually be related to an exact science. I mean, I can probably imagine in Scientific America and all these other kind of, uh, normal, well-respected publications, there's probably been a good deal of empirical research into this one, which is why I don't know if this is necessarily a superstition, uh, rather than a, an actual fact.
0: Right. But more empirical research than we do on our podcasts.
1: Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so, um... This is, actually now, I'm going to go ahead and state this is a fact and not a superstition. Oh, that's a bold statement. Well, it is, but I read it enough times that I actually believe it's a fact. Okay. That chicken poop in your hair will stop it falling out, or if you're already bored, it will help you regain hair. Okay, so knowing
0: the fact that you're bald, you shave your head, I'm yeah. going to rub chicken poop all over your head at the end of this podcast.
1: Well, I don't want hair because it's easier just to shave my head and be bald. Oh, uh, but I want you to have a luscious head of hair. I don't so I am not to Because then I'm catch... going to have to buy shampoo. And I haven't bought shampoo in like 20 years. I don't want to go down that head and yeah, shoulders but, route. But, so
0: maybe with the podcast, we could have somebody sponsor us with shampoo just for Let's you. Let's try and, and regrow the wolf hair. Right, and I'm going to rub chicken poop all over your hair until you grow that hair out and then some company is going to come along and provide you shampoo to grow the hair from the chicken poop on your head all
1: right let's do that tomorrow okay okay sounds good uh if a child passes under your legs in one direction they have to pass again in the opposite direction or they won't grow to their full height. Now, this sounds like some type of excuse Joe Biden would come up with. but um, I, Actually, it sounds kind of like Chinese freeze tag. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, Stuck and in the mud or whatever they yeah, call it. it. Yeah, freeze tag. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: that was always what yeah. we called it was Chinese freeze yeah. tag. And I'm sure that's racially yeah. insensitive now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, once you were tagged, somebody had to go between your legs to go ahead and unfreeze
1: you. Right. Yeah, um, is one which, again, I think is pretty much based on an exact science because I think, you know, they probably did a questionnaire and said, if this happens, what was the result, cause and effect? So I think, again, this is pretty much science. Right, but if same, a lot...
0: same scientists that did the chicken poop on the hair. Uh, yeah, probably.
1: Okay. They probably got a grant from the university to follow up with a similarly uh, Berkeley. respected yeah Yeah, similarly respected uh, thing like if a large black moth enters the house you have to sweep it out or someone will die shortly afterwards Mm. hopefully not the person doing the sweeping but how
0: ironic would that be
1: well how's it ironic
0: no, I mean that the person that's if trying you the to sweep sweeper. the black oh, yeah. moth out and there and then and they're died. the one that dies. Yeah,
1: they should get they're, some kudos and yeah, the, somebody one else trying should to die. De- yeah, yeah, they're the one trying to defend that. Yeah, if you the put house. in the work, you shouldn't get the punishment yeah. for it. Yeah, Because, else be.
0: I, I mean, if the superstition went that the black moth comes in your house yeah. and somebody's going to die and you're trying to get it out of the house, you should get a pass.
1: Kind of sucks if you live alone, though. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a double edged sword yeah. there. But but you know, someone dies soon after. I mean, people die all the time, so obviously it means somebody very specific or close to. you So yeah, if you live alone, this is you've got to get that thing out even if it takes you five hours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you you gotta make that happen. Yeah. Um, but again, just like uh when we started off with the uh Indians, the dots, not the feathers, uh you know, they have a lot of sweeping superstitions in Mexico. Yeah. And one of them is if you sweep over your feet, you're destined to marry a widow. Now, if don't get you me wrong.
0: sweep over your feet, feet you're destined you're to marry destined a widower. You're destined to marry a widow, okay? Yeah.
1: Now, I don't know if they use the same kind of... Um, Pronouns we use in the United States, but we call a widow kind of like you know a woman as opposed to a widower or whatever, don't we? Right,
0: widow and widower. Yeah. So,
1: so I would figure that given I think Mexico follow more domestic kind of household roles that most women would be doing the sweeping. So does that mean that if they sweep over their own feet, they're going to marry? Another woman and become a lesbian. Oh, wonderful. That's a heck of a point. superstition, isn't it? Oh, that that's don't terrible. sweep over your own feet or you're gonna become a lesbian. Yeah. well, And not, marry Right. Not only yeah. are you a bitter lesbian as well. A, lesbian, a sad lesbian. Then you're, you're gonna, gonna marry, have to marry, marry
0: another yeah. woman that has lost her husband.
1: Now, does she turn into a lesbian after you marry her or before?
0: It probably depends on the
1: position of the moon. Oh, okay.
0: I mean that makes sense. They didn't mention I,
1: that, but that's a good point. Yeah. Um always add spices to your dish in the form of a cross, which if you're adding too much spices and some of the Mexican spices are pretty harsh, you know, you probably do want to bless you do wanna bless the amount of spice you're putting in there.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you're making a enchilada casserole Jesus would come down and say, you know, yeah, you gotta have yeah. the spices a certain yeah. way. So make sure you don't put too much on there and sprinkle them the right way. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I, I'll, I won't even count that one as a superstition. I, I think yeah. that's the way we should cook everything. Yeah. I mean, you just put the sign of the cross uh, over on the spices,
1: we're all safe. Yeah. Now, um, Mexicans are very superstitions about water whether it be rivers and all this other stuff okay and um when you talk about water children, you're talking about bodies of water you're not talking rivers. about bottled water yeah rivers yeah yeah yeah. Right. I, yeah um but if you take a child to swim in a river you've got to place uh, your hand on their head and yell their name three times now i don't know how loudly or what the definition of yell is all the river spirits will take the child from you I don't know how many times this has happened before somebody you, actually wrote this down. but
0: Yeah, but does that count if they're swimming across the Rio Grande?
1: Because well, that might cause a little bit of uh, tension. Well, you see, that's probably going to happen at the border anyway. Mm-hmm. If they come over illegally, the children of are going to get taken right. away from them. So I can understand that. That makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know how many times that happened that they had to place a hand on their head. And say the name three times, and the river spirits took them. Before somebody decided to write it down as a guide. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Some somebody had to write that down. Because you know, because you know, totally like the, that. you
1: know, there's got to be a point where somebody kind of misheard it, and it's like you've got to do it twice. You have got to do it four times. You know, I, I think it must have happened a certain number of times before they came to this exact map. Yeah, it, and of course, you got somebody out there saying, "Well, wait, I think." The magic number is three here.
0: Right. I I, I think that's what we yeah. gotta do. It, when you do it four, you're drowning
1: the kid. Yeah. And
0: when you do it two times, yeah. bad stuff happens. Yeah. So, well, it's a very so com- three's the magic yeah, number.
1: Yeah. I mean it's a very common number used in, you know, Mexican superstitions simply because, you know, the country is predominantly Catholic and three has a very, you know, high religious significance sure. in terms of the Trinity and everything else. So I think if you had to guess you know, if like something was written in a language you couldn't understand or handwriting you couldn't read like yours. Um, you know, if you're going to have to guess on the number three, is probably a safe guess. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now, um, before I go on to this next one, do you know what sprite-like means? And I don't mean the drink. I don't mean a kind of lemony, carbonated
0: <sighs> Okay, well, I, I was about to answer yeah. your question, but then you threw
1: that caveat in there, and now I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently small... Sprite like creatures, and I don't mean those kind of fun sized kind of sprite carbonated sodas.
0: Yeah, not not the eight ounce cans. No, that not you those get. ones. Yeah, okay. two so, mouthfuls so, and it's gone. Yeah, so we're still yeah.
1: not talking about sprite damaging the environment and okay. stuff. Yeah, small sprite like creatures called Shanequere or something like that. I think I'm pronouncing that kind of french sure rather, or no, maybe. No, in, I'm sure okay. that is
0: perfect pronunciation. Shanique,
1: Shanequere, uh, whatever. C H A N E Q U E. If any of our Spanish-speaking Sh- listeners, Shanake, Shanake, Sh- Shanake, yeah, Shanake, Shan Shanake, I don't know if it's like Beyonce's cousin. I don't know. I, but, um, I doubt that. But anyway, uh, they're the keepers of the forests in Mexico, and uh you know, if you if you aren't careful, they'll kind of steal your soul and stuff. Ooh. So, okay.
0: Well we gotta watch. Well, I don't know then. what
1: careful means. I don't know whether it means kinda of like you're wearing a warm enough vest or
0: Yeah, so so you do not want to drink a clear liquid from the Coca Cola Company because they will steal your soul? Well no, only if you're in the forest. Only if you're in the forest. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, right, so, Chinequa,
1: so Chinequa. So Shinequa.
0: So what <laughs> about the rivers in the forest if you're drinking sprite trying to swim across a river and you're getting somebody putting their hand on your head yelling your name three times
1: you are pretty much screwed well yeah and if, if you if you were angry earlier during the day when you made the tamales you might as well just give it up and especially if you're female
0: and you ran a broom across your feet I mean, you're done for. Yeah, I, I, I mean,
1: you you might as well just say, "I give up." I, I think basically, like I said, that was just a snapshot of a few Mexican superstitions. Basically, living in Mexico is like walking over broken glass. It it sounds you're like gonna get bit. you're gonna get screwed sooner or later I, during the morning just breaking one of these rules.
0: I, I think we're gonna have to dig more into Mexican superstitions in a future yeah maybe that, we should
1: get a natural mexican in to actually yes, discuss but, them to see uh, how many gonna, they've heard of
0: let, let's work on that let, yeah let, let's try to find we somebody know, we know that, a lot uh,
1: yeah yeah. We, especially we that lady especially that lady who works in the office exactly next door to us yeah yeah
0: let's bring her in because now i'm intrigued but let's move on to another country okay uh So the other country you gave me was Romania. Yeah, the wolf has just now made the sign of the cross. Yeah, Romania. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I know I disappointed with Turkey. Yeah. But Romania, it's rich. Oh, oh, it's fabulous. In in superstition. It's not rich as a country, as a very poor GDP. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but Romania has some great ones. And honestly, it was very difficult for me to kind of narrow down the list to keep it kind of short. But uh, let's just hit a few of the highlights here. I, I think I've got like six of them that I nailed down. We avoided of... vampires,
1: right? We did. Okay. It, this
0: this is zero vampire, oh, which wow. was which was amazing right. to be honest with you, because you had the whole Transylvania thing. But it, none of this has to do with vampires. Mm. So, the first one is: if you play with fire, you'll pee the bed.
1: To put the fire out? No, just if you play with fire, like literally, you will pee the bed. What is does it? I mean, does it-, cause no, it... No, just if you play with fire, you will pee the bed. Mm, fair enough, I suppose. But I guess the good thing is that you generally know whether you've played with fire. So you can put down one of those kind of like wet sheets or something. So uh, it's not a huge deal. You know, you know I remember I, I was a little bit of a
0: pyromaniac when I was younger. And I accidentally almost set the garage on fire because I was playing with fire. But I probably would not have played with fire if I would have known that night I would have peed the bed. Right. Because I never peed the bed. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you top that one, right? I mean, number one, you play with fire, you pee the bed. But if you give someone your last cigarette,
1: you give away your wife. Which in 52% of the cases in... The United States is probably... Uh, well, maybe maybe that is part of the lobbies
0: of trying to yeah. get rid of cigarettes because maybe that is what is contributing to so many divorces. Well, where are you giving your
1: wife away to? I mean, like, what are you giving them to? Oh, it, it just said you're giving away your wife, right? So... To what? To work at QT for a week?
0: What? Oh, I, It's
1: hard telling. Uh, it,
0: it, it's truly hard telling. That, that one... That one piqued my interest because, yeah, I used to smoke cigarettes years ago. And I'm glad I quit. But I never had an issue giving away my last cigarette. I would always say, well, you know, I'll go buy another pack. But apparently that's something that's big in Romania. You never give away your last cigarette. But uh, for those that are not supposed to smoke, pregnant women... One of the superstitions there in Romania is if you were pregnant, don't tie a scarf around you or your baby will be born with the umbilical cord wrapped around its neck. Do you think this is
1: another one of those empirical studies where...
0: Oh, I, I think there probably is a, a lot of well, it, Well, I think one.
1: it's an after the event thing where they try and figure out why some baby is born with the umbilical cord around the neck and they fill out a questionnaire. Did you do any of these things while pregnant? Right. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. of them was probably did you tie a scarf around your neck and it came out the most... Yeah, ninety nine point nine percent yeah. of
0: women who delivered
1: babies in the winter time
0: said, yeah. "Yeah, I tied a scarf." But I thought me. it
1: was as cold as crap in Romania, so I figured the number of women who actually put scarves around their neck would be pretty high.
0: Yeah, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, but so thinking about that same pregnant woman, you know, that didn't give her last cigarette away, or her husband didn't give the last cigarette away. And they walk into a party. There's a superstition in Romania that says, never leave a house from a different door. Than the one you entered in? Yeah, so so you go in one door into somebody's house, you have to leave the house out of that same door.
1: That's an easy rule if you live in an apartment.
0: Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, and I guess maybe, maybe if you're going into a, like you say, an apartment where there's only yeah. one entrance, one exit, but there's got to be some bizarre stories when somebody went into, you know, some kind of big house, right, and there were several entrances slash exits that
1: caused this.
0: I mean, yeah. what happened there? Uh, What do you you think might have caused this superstition? Yeah, that's
1: a bit of a weird one. But, you know, in Romania, you know, going to things like, you know, they consider the door and the house almost like an extension of your body and your soul and everything, which is why, you know, you have to invite a vampire into your house. They can't cross the threshold without your permission. Maybe that's kind of... Kind of, kind of going uh, back know. back to the the
0: vampire thing. Yeah, maybe. Just now, ironically, poop. the next one on the list. It, here comes the brooms again, right? So, so we have the the Mexican uh, superstition about you know rubbing the broom across your feet, but there's a Romanian superstition about brooms, which is never bring an old broom to a new house.
1: Well, I can kind of understand that, just like in a lot of Asian traditions about, you know, taking your shoes off before you enter the house so you don't bring in your troubles, you don't bring in spirits into the house. Maybe bringing in an old broom you know, brings in your old troubles and your old situation sure. into the new house. So I can kind of see that kind of correlation.
0: Yeah. no, that one makes sense. But But my favorite one is I was going through this, which I firmly believe, and I didn't realize this was a superstition. Uh, It was just a a practice of mine. But it is a Romanian superstition. If you leave leftovers on your plate, your spouse will be ugly. I don't like leftovers. (laughs) I eat everything on my plate, and my spouse is beautiful. So apparently I had that Romanian superstition that right. I don't leave any food on my plate. Right. I was always taught at a young age, my dad always said, I, I will you. I will let you order whatever you want in a restaurant. I will give you as much food as you want to eat. But you know what? What lands on your plate, you eat it. Yeah. And we've gotten to the point now to where... You know, we we let kids, you know, eat what they want, and then you say, oh, I'm full, and, you yeah. know, I want to get on my phone, I want to, yeah. you know, start playing games, and we have all these leftovers. Yeah. Apparently, way back in my day, I had that Romanian superstition I didn't know about because I ended up with a good-looking spouse.
1: So maybe there's some truth to this one. Well, do you think that's another one, given... You're the only example of this and it's a hundred percent success rate right, that we can actually consider this science as well?
0: Oh, absolutely. All right. That's uh, science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we call a university and say, Yeah, this is not a superstition, this is
1: actually true? Well, no, we need to apply for a grant first. Uh because we want our two hundred. That sounds like a, that sounds like a lot of work. No, it's just one form online. You apply for it, and it's like right. two hundred fifty thousand dollars for us to do this research. And we're like, oh, we found one person who it rang true for. They say, oh yeah, this is absolutely right. true. You're, and then you're it, in
0: charge of that. Okay, okay.
1: All right. So um, so yeah.
0: so we went through four countries. Do yeah. we have we we're supposed to have one more, right? Yeah, we, we, we want to do five countries. Yeah, so. the
1: the last one I actually kind of chose. It's like I thought. There's going to be some kind of ridiculous superstitions come from anywhere. It's got to be from here. And I chose Russia. Oh, yeah. But actually, Uh, um, I I could kind of understand some of them. I mean, again, there were a lot, and I just knocked it down to five uh, because I was running out of time and I was getting bored. But uh, one of them is put empty bottles on the floor to avoid bad luck. Couldn't kind of quite get (laughs) with that one. Because empty empty bottles, bottles, any bottles just, like vodka, any bottles. milk, oh, anything. Okay.
0: All right, just I don't know that, what else that comes just in bottles sounds other like laziness that you don't yeah. want to throw stuff away. Yeah, so it's almost like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna leave my trash lane well, what if you so trip like, over
1: one of them and then smash your face on the next empty bottle on the floor. Mm, that's kind of bad luck, isn't it? Oh, well, that's worse yeah, luck than no, maybe that, walking and putting it on the counter, right? That makes sense. But it doesn't Um, specify what type of bad luck. And whenever it says, um, "Oh, like you know, you you break a mirror, seven years of bad luck," you know, a black cat crosses your path, it's bad luck. Bad luck is always so generic. It means, "What do you mean bad luck?" Because if it means like bad luck in terms of losing your hair, well, that's okay because I'll just get some chicken poop and rub it over my head, and that's problem solved. So I can I can negate that that immediately. And and maybe
0: you don't rub chicken poop on your head and you just keep shaving your head and you save money on shampoo, but then you don't have as many empty bottles to put on the floor. So now we have a conflict there. That's tough.
1: Okay. So as we agreed tomorrow that you're going to bring in some chicken poop to rub on my head to see if we can grow some hair, can I rub some on your back to see if you get like a really, really furry back? No. Cause it, why? Because it's not going to be an exact study if we just have one subject. I don't,
0: I don't want you to touch my back.
1: Well, I'll do it with a spoon or something.
0: No, 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 we're not going there. All right. We're not oh, going on. there.
1: All right. Well, it's worth a try. Um, yeah. I know g- you want to touch my back, but I... I well, not, I, 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 not I, directly. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's <laughs> move on. Um yeah another russian superstition and there's there's lots of superstitions around the world in terms of spilled salt and mainly because salt again is seen as a very kind of purification warding off evil oh, yeah. protection I mean, against and, evil you know the barrier. the word
0: the word salary comes from salt uh, you know, being paid in salt. Salt was a big commodity. Yeah. You throw yeah. salt over your left shoulder yeah. if you knock salt. Well, you put over it on it, wounds. It preserves yeah, meat. Yeah. Oh, all kinds yeah. of stuff that uh-huh. goes along with salt. Yeah. I mean that that's been a big thing throughout
1: history. Yeah. Well, apparently, but what
0: what yeah. is the Russian superstition with salt? Well,
1: spilled salt will lead to an argument among family members. And I think this one's actually a cop out because family members are always going to argue. Sure. You know, it's like if you, two of your kids argue, it's like, oh, I guess I must have spilled some salt or maybe family members just argue all the time. Yeah, or maybe we it ran out of chicken poop to seems rub too, on each other's heads. Seems too to safe for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one's a cop Yeah, out. and there's one which I could kind of get on the end of. Uh, whistling indoors is considered bad luck or it will lead to financial problems, which I think they could probably put under the same umbrella because yeah having fi- bad financial problems is probably bad luck sure. but i thought more along the line of like whistling can be pretty annoying you know i mean it especially is. like i mean now when somebody whistles they tend to whistle a song which you know they know and people maybe recognize it and it might be annoying but you kind of pick up the tune but if you think maybe centuries ago when you know how many songs were floating around yeah, it were was like probably annoying. Six. Yeah, like, and then so people whistled. It's like, oh my goodness, it's not this dang song again. So you went yeah. over and punched him in the face, and maybe that was the bad luck. That makes sense. Yeah, so I mean, I totally agree yeah, with that. Yeah, so one. I think we've nailed that one down. Yep. Uh, don't sit on cold ground unless you, uh, otherwise, sorry, you'll become infertile. I can get that because your balls are probably going to squeeze up and the uh, sperm yeah. are not going to be in any hurry to get out. But, but you know what? That might have some benefit.
0: Because yeah. maybe, maybe it, as a Russian, you know, you're like Ivan Drago and he, you just want to spread your seed around, but you also don't want to pay a bunch of Russian child support. So maybe... Are you talking but, about the
1: boxer in Rocky Four? Yes. Do, absolutely. Wh- what part did he have to pay child support?
0: Well, no, I'm saying if you, if you're that boxer, right, and, yeah. and you're going to make a, a visit with a woman of the night... Maybe you sit down on cold ground to make sure that you don't have to pay child support.
1: yeah, but that I don't think that was his problem. I think his big problem was that he didn't have the eye of the tiger
0: yeah well, that's true yeah he he just wanted to break everybody he he was he was in a a, a bad time if he dies, I, you know, he dies he yeah if he yeah. dies, he dies yeah. and and then you know he lost in the end, and yeah, and we all call it.
1: Felt bad for Drago, but we were happy that Rocky won. But yeah. he was constantly in a bad mood. He should yeah. ne- definitely never make tamales.
0: Oh, that is true.
1: Yeah, it it is a good thing that he yeah. was on the other side of the world because
0: yeah, if he was making tamales and we ate those tamales, they would not be good.
1: Now, actually, as a fun fact about that movie, Rocky Four, IV with Ivan Drago, that uh, Sylvester Stallone actually told um, it's Dolph Lundgren right. The guy who played yes. him, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, his yeah, real d- name. yeah, don't don't pull back on your punches. And he actually punched him and broke Sylvester Sloan's ribs and
0: Yeah, but have you seen that dude? Oh, I mean, yeah. that
1: guy is big. Nine foot four or something. Yeah, no kidding. I,
0: I mean, it the crazy thing is yeah. he doesn't really yeah. look yeah. Russian. Yeah. But
1: if we go down that Now, route. what was his wife's name? Because she was as scary as crap as well. She oh, was a tall, yeah. Harsh-looking woman who yeah,
0: but you know beat what the crap I, I don't out of you. I don't remember what the later Rocky movie was, but uh she was in that movie. Well, I'm guessing
1: after Rocky Four, it's probably Rocky Five.
0: No, it wasn't Rocky Five. <laughs> it, it was later on. It, it was like a recent movie, and he was in that, and and his wife in the movie. And you look at her, and you're like. Okay, we kinda get this. You yeah. know, we, she had really you know, short hair and I think it was blonde, yeah, bleached hair. In, she appeared uh, in some movies herself. I, I, I don't wanna be stereotypical, but I think you kinda get the gist of if you kinda watch the movie you realize yeah. they were probably not sharing the same bed. Yeah. Uh, let's go with yeah, uh, let, yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I, know. I, I know where you're going with that one. Um and it's the last one. For Russia, which, you know, I think is, uh, I think more of a capitalist comment on their uh failure to provide a good mail system. Okay. A spider on the door means mail is coming. So obviously they don't have a regular mail delivery each day. Otherwise, you know, I mean, a spider on the door means a mail is spider coming. Spider on the door means, means mail, mail is, coming. is coming. Yeah. So so it's surely thing... got to be set before like
0: well 1990 it, well yeah but that could mean two things right so <laughs> i guess in russia you could look at it and maybe spiders are rare it's a little bit cold over there and so you see a spider and you're going to get mail i mean if you looked at it in america you would say well i'm going to have spiders all over my door because all i get is junk mail all yeah. the time and all kinds of advertisements so if we had spiders all over our doors we would probably have to call the government and say you know what we need to abolish the United yeah. States postal service because we're sick of the spiders all yeah. over the doors so uh
1: well i kind of think you know like in terms of the united states and today a spider on the door just means you've probably employed the wrong pest service
0: yeah or or maybe you know it, just having a spider outside doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing,
1: right? Well, it says, I mean, well, I mean it, it doesn't say whether it's indoors or outdoors. Because uh, it's not like you go outside and then, at, and then look at your front door and it's, like it's a spider because it wouldn't bother you. On the inside, it's like you're going to die and then I'm just going to flush you down the toilet. If it's on the outside, uh, but as long as it's know, not getting inside, I don't right, really care about it. but just it. because it's a spider doesn't mean if it bites you, you're going to die. Well, no, I just don't really kind of like them inside the house.
0: Well, no, I don't either. But I also remember having garden spiders, and what's a in garden the, spider? Oh, uh, it's like it's big, like black and yellow spider. I always liked them being in the backyard. They would weave these big webs, and we would catch bugs and throw them in the spider web. You're sure, and it's let not that...
1: poisonous if it's black and yellow.
0: Mm. No. well, this is my color blindness saying it was black and yellow, but uh, I don't know, maybe it was. But <laughs> we used to name the spiders. We would feed the spiders grasshoppers and crickets. What do you mean you name them else? like
1: Michael and Samuel and absolutely Sharon? Yep, and Karen, uh, Karen, <laughs> and and, and <laughs> it, they were all female yeah. names, by yeah. the way. Uh, right. So never yeah. Michael or yeah. anything
0: like that. They were always female yeah. names that we named the spiders. But I'd always. Tell the kids, you know, hey, catch bugs and and, and feed Karen.
1: Did Karen the spider kind of say, cut your grass, otherwise I'm calling the HOA? I never thought about
0: it until now, but I'm pretty sure that spider had a cell phone plan. Yeah. And that is why I kept getting calls from the HOA. So maybe the Russians were on to something with the spiders outside on the doors and everything. I totally get that. Well,
1: I think we've done a good job covering superstitions. I don't believe there's literally any reason for any of our listeners to do any research of their own ever again about superstitions. Because all they need to do is come back to this podcast, click on it, and they will know everything about superstitions they ever need to know. Yep. We covered it all. We covered all of it. Yep. And so thank you for tuning in to this episode of The
0: Wolf and the Shepherd, and we'll catch you next time.